Chapter 8 of Energy and Vibration. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Cataclyc. Nature's Miracles, Volume 2 Energy and Vibration by Elisha Gray. Vibration. Chapter 8 Sound Sympathy. All solid substances tend to swing or vibrate at a certain definite rate, like a pendulum. A tuning fork that is tuned in exact unison with the piano string called middle C will vibrate only at a rate of 256 times per second when excited. A clock pendulum that is the right length to swing to and fro once in every second of time will only swing at that rate if left to itself. If the length is increased, it will oscillate at a slower rate, and if the length is decreased, it will swing at a faster rate. If a wire of a given length and thickness is stretched between two points, the rate at which it will vibrate will depend upon the strain that it is under. The more it is stretched, the more rapidly it will vibrate when plucked or excited with a bow. The pendulum follows a different law. Its rate of vibration is determined wholly by its length, and not by its weight. If we quadruple the tension of a string, its pitch will be raised one octave. If the tension remains the same, as well as the length, and the string is made double the thickness, the pitch will be lowered one octave. A building of any kind of structure has a rate of vibration that belongs to it alone, if force enough is applied to set it swinging. So it is with all solids. Each separate body has a rate of motion that belongs to it alone, and this rate is called the fundamental. When a stretched cord vibrates as a whole, it is giving its fundamental rate of vibration and will continue to vibrate at that rate when excited, so long as the strain remains the same. Air not confined will vibrate at one rate as well as another on account of its mobility. The diaphragm of a speaking telephone, the thin membrane against which the voice strikes, causing vibrations which are transmitted along the wire to the other end, is so made as to have as little as possible of this fundamental quality, and to partake as far as possible of the properties of the air, because to be a good telephone it must be able to take one rate of vibration as well as another. If we stretch two cords on the same frame, and bring them into exact unison so that the fundamental of each will be the same and then excite one of the strings the other will vibrate in sympathy if now we raise or lower the strain of the sympathetic string it will no longer vibrate for the other string the same phenomenon will occur between two tuning forks that are tuned exactly alike if a fork is mounted upon a suitable resonating box and then set in vibration by means of a violin bow, it will give out a pure musical tone. If now we take an exact counterpart of this fork, mount it in the same way, and set it to sounding for a few seconds and then stop it, the other fork will be heard sounding the same note in sympathy. If we load the one sounding in sympathy with a piece of wax and then repeat the experiment, the fork that before was sympathetic will now be dumb, because it is out of tune with its mate. As you know, sympathy is not confined to strings and tuning forks. It is just so with men. 
when they are out of tune with their surroundings they are not sympathetic with their fellows if we place two clocks on the same shelf and adjust their pendulums to swing in exact unison and set one of them to running in the course of time the other will start up in sympathy each sound impulse caused by the vibration of the pendulum of the clock that is running is communicated to the other pendulum each successive impulse adds to the swing of the sympathetic pendulum which began in an exceedingly small way at the very first stroke of the initial pendulum and this goes on until the sympathetic pendulum is making its full stroke the same is true of the sympathetic tuning forks each air wave that is sent out by the initial fork strikes the other fork and causes at first a slight vibration which accumulates because each successive air wave strikes the sympathetic fork just at the end of its swing and works in harmony with the natural tendency of the fork to vibrate the result is a cooperation each helps the other how much better it would be for the world if men would take pattern after this law of physics if now we load the sympathetic fork as before mentioned so as to throw it out of harmony with the initial fork it ceases to be sympathetic because each is working against the natural tendency of the other to vibrate at its own fundamental rate when an army crosses a bridge the soldiers are required to break step the tramp of hundreds in unison if kept up long would endanger the bridge especially if the fundamental swing of the bridge should happen to be in time with the step of the army if we should determine the natural rate of swing of a high building and find that it made an excursion to and fro like a pendulum once in five seconds and then should fire a cannon at some distance not far away exactly once in five seconds each air wave would strike the building just at the right time to cooperate with the natural or fundamental rate of the swing of the building and would thus increase the oscillation to and fro at each boom of the cannon until the building could no longer endure the strain when it would come down with a crash such is the power of cooperation which works in obedience to a law that runs through the physical the commercial and the moral world as well the particular lesson to be drawn from this chapter is never try to accomplish your ends by working against some fundamental law many littles exerted in the right direction become a great power the same exertion in the wrong direction is swallowed up and lost by opposing forces End of chapter 8